0: Hi, this is Anita, the Global Trade Gal. Today I want to talk about something, a question that a lot of people have, especially if they're starting out in in, the industry to buy a product. They've got this great idea and they're not sure, like, how do I protect myself from being copied? Like, how do I protect my designs? How do I protect my idea? I've written a blog on this called, How Can I Protect My Furniture Designs From Being Copied? And even though this blog is specifically about furniture designs, it really is about any type of designs that you do. You can find the link to the blog in the description below. Also, a lot of the laws or legal things I'm going to talk about um, are for the United States. And I want to say up front I am not an expert on law, I am not a lawyer. So if you have any legal questions, talk to an actual lawyer, talk to someone who actually deals with copyright law. Because even within the law itself, copyright law is usually a very specific law that has a lot of specifics about it that company, that lawyers and uh, law firms may just specialize on that one aspect of the law. So first of all, you know, if you ever go to a show, like I go to a lot of the High Point Furniture shows, you know, if you walk around the hallways of the show, you can see There's a lot of things that might look alike, that somebody may have taken something of someone else's and taken the inspiration and changed it a bit. And even though it looks similar, it's not exactly the same, but it kind of is the same. You know, things like that are really, really hard to be able to control. Because if it's changed enough, then it really doesn't fall anymore as being a copy. There's so many things that are inspired. And and I just have to say, having worked in design for my entire career, that there's very few things that are actual, really just creations. Even though somebody thinks like, oh, this is just the best creation I've ever had. A lot of times it's usually inspired over somebody else's design anyways. You know, so... um, but, but, you know, to be a small person or to be somebody who's got this great idea can be challenging for you to protect yourself and also for you to prove that a larger company, your competitor, has so-called stole your design. And, you know, the truth is that in trying to prove that will not only be costly, but could also be extremely time consuming, especially in a country like the United States. And again, I need to point out that each country has their own rules. So if you're not sure, get a lawyer for the country of where you need to be protected. But there are a few things that you can do and a few things that any designer should do, which just makes common sense. First of all, if you're going to send your design to a company to have them look at it and you're not sure whether or not they're going to copy you or not, ask them to sign a non-compete. You can get a basic non-compete online. Um, You know, I have found that most companies that want to sign them, really will not copy you. I'm always willing to sign them. I've had people send them to me. I've signed them. I have no problem in signing them because I know I'm not going to copy. Whatever they give me, I am not going to copy. A non-compete basically is that you're giving someone to look at something and it states that they cannot use your work without your permission. You know, keep an agreement like this in a safe place so that you have it. Date all your work. If you send it to somebody, you know, keep a copy of the email that shows the date on it, the timestamp on it, so that you have the date of your work and that you know exactly when it was sent and you can digitally show when it was given to them. Organize your designs. You know, have all your designs be organized. This is just common sense that, you know, you should, and good business sense, that you should have it all organized in case you need to prove that this is your design. You know, if you send the design to someone... And, you know, keep the dated correspondence where you can easily find it and prove that this was your design that had the date on it. You know, proving that someone copied you can be hard to prove unless you are, unless you are 100% or, you know, sure that they have copied you and that they have copied you 100% and that they've used the exact same design that you gave them. You know, and this, if they change things as to the color, as to the shape, as to the look, as to the size... Then it can become complicated and really hard to prove if they have copied you. You know, and and so I think as a as a designer or as a company, you need to really first of all look and say if somebody did copy you, is this worth the fight? Is this worth my time? Is this worth my money? What am I hoping to get out of this? Because sometimes, you know, it may not be worth your time or your money to to fight with somebody over this design. You know, it may be that you might just say, you know what? better that I move forward and move on to the next design. But one way that you could do it legally is through a patent. And when most people think about protecting their designs, they think about a patent. And um, a patent basically legally gives you the right on the design. There are basically two types of patents. The first is a utility patent and the second is a design patent. And this again is for US law. So if it's a different type of law, they may be different names, they might have, you know, uh, different things on them, but probably they will be about similar or they will have some similarities as to what we're talking about here. And this is in Ovestopedia says what a utility patent is. A u- utility patent is a patent that covers the creation of a new or improved and useful product, process or machine. A utility patent, also known as a patent for invention, prohibits other individuals or companies from making, using, or selling the invention without authorization. When most people refer to a patent, they are most likely referring to a utility patent. So, here's a few things to remember about a utility patent just a few basic things. You can read my blog uh, to find out more. A utility patent, you must show the design is new, improved, and useful. And that it is something that you deserve to have the exclusive right for. And this really is a key here, because a lot of the designs are probably not new, improved, or useful. They might be based upon other designs. In that case, you probably can't get a utility patent. They are a valuable asset, in that if you have a utility patent, they are also considered a company asset. They are very difficult to obtain. They could take over three years to obtain. So it's a very complicated process. You will need to pay a patent attorney or an agent to help you through the process. A utility patent in the United States is issued by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office and can last for 20 years. So if you're really sure that this is such a great idea, such a great design, then um, you know, it might be worth it for you, but it will take time for you to get it and it could be issued for 20 years. It's expensive to obtain. You know, the filing costs can go anywhere from thousands to ten thousands of dollars. So the process to get a utility patent is very expensive. But your utility patent will help protect your designs from others copying it. So um, you know, so in a designer company they need to outweigh and say whether or not it's worth it for them to get a utility to patent for this design, or does this design warrant a utility patent? In other words, you know, is it just one design, or is it some something that's so unique that it's a way like a bed is made, or a, or you know a door opens, or or something else like that, where you could use it on many types of products, and it will be worthwhile for you to get a utility patent. But the truth is that most, you know, at least furniture designs would not warrant getting a utility patent unless it's unique and it's a designer creation that makes it worth this expense and effort. The other type of patent is a design patent. And a design patent is a form of legal protection of the unique visual qualities of a manufactured item. A design patent may be granted if the product has a distinct configuration, distinct surface, or ornamentation, or both. In other words, a design patent provides protection for the ornamental design or something that has a practical utility. So in the United States, that um, you know, if a design has a similar look to another design that has a design patent, it cannot be a design patent. Patent protection does not automatically go to another country and a design patent filing will cost you less than a utility patent, but it's still going to cost you thousands of dollars. A design patent will usually be granted for about 14 to 15 years and a design patent will safeguard how a design looks. So, you know, basically, a lot of the designs would be more for a, a design patent, you know, than it would be for a utility patent, which is quite difficult to get. But there again, you know, you need to ask yourself, is it worth the cost? Is it worth everything? Is it really worthwhile for me to be able to get these patents? I think one of the best things, you know, I believe that most skin designers can do is continue to design because, you know, if you spend your time just focused on one design, maybe that design's hot today, but maybe it's not hot next week. And so, you know, you want to constantly always be ahead of the curve, be ahead of the trends and to keep designing. If that way, if you do that, then you will be successful. Thank you so much for listening. If you get the chance, read my blog about how can I protect my furniture designs from being copied. We really appreciate you listening and it's because of listeners like you that make this podcast possible. So thank you so much. If you enjoyed our podcast, continue to subscribe. We'd love to have you be part of our community. Love to have you check out our uh, website, Mindoro.com. If you have any questions on um, trade or global supply chain, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast is sponsored by Mindoro. We create, develop, and manufacture home decor and home furnishing products in Asia with a social conscience. We'd love to have you check out our blog at mindoro.com and sign up for our newsletter. We'll put a link below in our description so you can easily go there. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a thumbs up and leave us a review. This really helps. Thank you again for listening.